You're listening to a podcast from 702. The Car Feature with Jacob Mushokwa. It's 22 minutes to three. Give us a call this afternoon. We're speaking to our Jacob. Remember the last time how he posted about going off to Dubai? Gosh, it's like so many people are in Dubai or have been a couple of days here, a couple of days there. There's still ample time because it's going on. Uh, the Dubai Expo is going on for six months. So this afternoon, Jacob Mushokwa is offering car valuations and, of course, reviews. But when you think of this World Expo and its scale, it's just enormous. Jacob, you're there. Um, I was there last year, so I got a little bit of a tidbit of the anticipation and what it is uh, the UAE was doing to prepare for this uh, expo. Uh, $6.8 billion has been spent, um, and they've built this um, expo, this space on about four square kilometers in the desert. Tell me what you've seen. Hi, Azza. I think I'm still mind blown by what's been put together here over the past, uh, what, two years or something like that. Apparently, it was, there was nothing here. Yeah. And then I get here and I see 64 hectares of like anything and everything. Um, a lot of countries are participating, at least 200 countries are participating, um, just showing off what their countries are about. And then they've got this, uh, this, this theme where they, 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 they've split the numerous countries into different districts, uh, sustainability, mobility. Um, yeah, there's three of them. I just can't think of them at, at right now at, the t- at a time, but it's just opportunity. It's a lot. Like, it's opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, opportunity is the other one. Yes. So, so you come here and you're just seeing what a lot of countries have got to offer, right? Um, South Africa has obviously got a great partnership with, um, with, with Newsroom Africa and SA Tourism, etc. So, so they're all showing off what they can do and what South Africa is about or what each and every other country is about. I remember going into the Ethiopian one because of my love for coffee. Um, I went to the Chinese one and now they've got like a, a semi flying car, a car that hovers above the ground and, it's those things that, that make me think like countries like Europe and countries like Asia are way ahead. They're streets ahead of what South Africa's got to offer. But at the same time, those countries are seeing how they can collaborate with the likes of South Africa, with the likes of Ethiopia and even Morocco and Egypt. It's just, it's a lot. For you to be able to get the, uh, the expo and, and see what the expo is about in one day is impossible. I've been here three or four days and I haven't even, mm. I haven't even started exploring the, the expo, but it's, it's, it's been a lot to see and there's a lot to learn as well. And of course, the networking part of things is also important. So a lot of the ambassadors from the various countries, they're all getting into the other countries as well. And, and, and yeah, just rubbing shoulders with the right people and seeing where their countries can, can find opportunities or find business developments with each other. Yes. Well, the next one is going to be in Osaka, Japan in 2025. When is it our turn to have like a six month, an expo over six months? Can imagine what it's doing for the economy there. Uh, So exciting, really, really exciting. And I think they've done a lot to uh, leverage their advantage and to make as much noise as as possible. Uh, I'm so jealous, really jealous when I take up or... <laughs> I'm working hard. If, if if it's anything to go by, today is my off day, and I'm sitting by the pool, having a cold beverage. But I'm here for you. I'm, I'm here to, to to find out any valuation. So let's do some work. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's right. There's a little bit of noise in the background. Some kids also taking a splash in the pool. 
Yes, of course. I hope it's not too much of a... No, no, we hear you loud and clear. We hear you loud and clear. Don't worry. We're taking your calls. 011-883-0702. Yeah, give us a call. Speak to Jacob Moshoko. I mean, last week, last time we had Jacob on, we had a caller, Linda, uh, who didn't really need much except to tell Jacob how well she's been looking after her car. You know, that she's had, it was an Opel, in fact, that she's had for many, many years. And it's in great condition, you know. So as a lady driver, she's really has taken uh, incredible care of it and she gets offers all the time. So if you want evaluations, um, if you want to just wax, just talk cars, shoot the breeze about cars, or you want some advice, maybe you're in the market, Jacob is your man. So have you had a chance to drive anything to hit those highways in Dubai that are known for sports cars while out there? <laughs> no, no, unfortunately not. Um, I did bring my international driver's license along in case there is an opportunity, but so far there's no opportunity yet to drive around. Mm. Um, I did a bit of car spotting, obviously, when I'm driving to and from the expo from my hotel, I get to see some amazing cars. Like in, a, in, in about 30 minutes, yesterday afternoon, we had an interview outside of the expo. In the 30 minutes that it took us to get from the hotel to where the venue was, I saw 48 supercars. Oh. I kid you not. Oh, 48. Yeah. What do we mean by supercars, by the way? What, what, what classifies them? We're talking value um, brand. Yeah, yeah. In South African uh, currency, I'd say anything that's a, a million rand and above. So I saw some old school Ferraris. I saw some newer Porsches, some newer Bentleys. Um, I'd also put uh, the Tesla Model X in there as well because I saw a couple of those. Um, yeah, lots of Rolls Royces. Uh, I saw a handful of Lamborghinis. I saw a handful of McLarens. And all seen in half an hour, believe it or not. It's, it's, it's something else seeing the opulence that's here in Dubai. And it's like people aren't showing off. It's literally just them being themselves. It just so happens that they're going to work or going to a meeting or going somewhere in a Bentley Malsan, which doesn't happen a lot in South Africa. So for a young <laughs> African boy who's into cars, when they see something like this, it's, when I see something like this, I, I, I really appreciate it. You know, I think we have a lot of flashy cars for a, a country of our size and our GDP and per capita. If we take all of that, I think South Africa really has a lot of um, amazing cars. Like there's a lot of wealth on our roads versus many, many other countries. So I, I don't think we do too badly there. That's just my perception. I wonder if anyone else uh, might have a view on that. But Jacob, let's take a break. And uh, when we come back, we go straight to the lines. 011-883-0702. This afternoon, your valuations and reviews with Jacob Mushoko. If you're in the market and you're looking for advice on what to choose, what to buy, um, or uh, you just simply want to know what the market might, uh, how much your, the market might value your car at. Um, uh, of course, terms and conditions apply to that. Give us a call. 011-883-0702. To save South Africa, a message from government. 702. The car feature with Jacob Mushogwa. <laughs> it's 13 minutes to 3, and we're taking your valuations this afternoon. What are you driving at the moment? Um, and uh, what is it that you're looking to drive? Are you looking to offload and get into another car? Uh, we're taking your calls, and Jacob will give you a sense of the valuations and uh, what you're likely to expect in the marketplace. We're also just shooting the breeze about cars this afternoon. Shonin, you're calling us from Morningside. Good afternoon. Hi. Yes. Hiya. Yes. Welcome. Hi. Okay. Just uh, just a question for Jacob in terms of a different kind of valuation. So, just in terms of our values as a society, if we fawn and we all are about supercars, spotting forty eight in thirty minutes, 
uh, we're pandering to the wrong thing. That's a sign of a Gini coefficient gone completely wrong. The super rich do not pay tax. They do not uplift society. So I'm taking exception. I mean, I know I sound like the damn squid because you guys are having so much fun on the show, and I love your show. But I just had to give a shout out to a different set of values. So where in South Africa, you're saying the number of flashy supercars on our roads speaks to the Gini coefficient everywhere? I'm saying everywhere. Dubai, South Africa. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that we feel that we need to defend our number of supercars in contrast to UAE. Ish. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Thank you for an amazing show. (laughs) <laughs> no, Shonine, you can express your honest uh, opinion of that exchange. I know, that's why I'm calling you. Yeah. Are you thinking so drive in that supercar just down the road to Alexandra and then a different reality? No, no, no. <laughs> I want to weep every time yes, I hear that, yes. that noise out of those engines. Oh. It's just a sense of deep shame that I feel. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I imagine people in those supercars do feel a lot of... Um, uh, negativity their way, not just for the noise they make. Some It's envy. Maybe it's extreme emotions. Like on the one hand, there's this thick envy, you know, uh, and green-eyed yeah, monsters. Yeah, yeah. And then on the other yeah. side, it's like, look at them. Look at them. These deep-pocketed <laughs> <laughs> swines on our roads flashing their wealth <laughs> when they shouldn't be. You are so gracious. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And sure. I do love Jacob Sher. I used to be in the car industry. Thanks so much. Thank you, Shonine, out in uh, in Morningside. Yeah, Jacob, you and your phoning and staring at supercars, counting them up. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like a slap on I the do? wrist. What can I do? Young African boy in Dubai. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so you also drove. Let's look. Let's talk about the Subaru. You drove the Subaru Outback last week. Yeah, yeah. Funny enough, I, I haven't driven a Subaru in like probably about five or six years. So it was a breath of fresh air to get a test car from from Subaru. It's the 2.5 liter Outback. Mm. Um, I, I love what the car's about because this was the very sporty one. Um, it looked funky. It felt funky. Uh, drives amazing. But I mean, one of the one or two things that I I didn't sort of understand is um, the 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 touch screen if you do, if you're not used to it, it it gets a little tricky and i would wish i wish the auto start stop button was a button instead you have to go on the vehicle settings and then you have to go to the vehicle press a button and then another button and then you look for the auto start stop so that was a bit you know, that was a bit off putting with the and car then to and then of course this, the car uh, no, no, no. This is just to have it, you know, the stop start that happens at when you stop at a robot. Lights. Whoa, right. Traffic light. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, so it, it was, it was very hard to find initially. Um, and, and I just wish it was just a button. That, that's my opinion. What are you saying, Jacob? CBT- you don't really know your way around a car. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, don't you think it's just a lot? What? Swipe a few times on the screen to get to the point of like right. the vehicle setting. So yes, a day or two later, I, I I managed to get there quicker. But I mean, it should just be a button, really. It, it, it would make the driver's life so so easy. So much easier. And then the yeah, the CBT gearbox is an absolute, like it's an absolute mess. It's you're driving on the highway and you want to switch from the middle lane to the fast lane because you want to overtake a car, and you press accelerate and then it sounds like the gearbox doesn't know where it's going or mm. what it's doing. 
Um, I've driven a lot of cars with CVT gearboxes and unfortunately the, the Subaru's one just wasn't up to scratch. Like it, it just needed, I think it just needs a little more direction or a little more intelligence. Um, so, so those are the only downers about the car. But everything else, if you're looking for an alternative to the likes of your Tiguan's, the, the, the RAV4s, uh, the CX-5s, etc., the Outback is actually not a bad car at all. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so low key. It's so low key. It's, it's, it's the kind of car that when you stop at a, at, at a traffic light, no one looks at it. Nobody, nobody takes a second glance at a Subaru Outback. Only my car friends were the ones who were like, ooh, Subaru Outback. This looks cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so I found that the car is very cool, cool at being, at being the low key, um, SUV that you would take if you if you don't want a lot of attention on yourself and you're okay. looking for the car that can do exactly what other uh, SUVs compact SUVs can do so um, yeah five stars there when it comes to what Subaru Outback is about and, mm. and priced at around six nine nine it's definitely a good competitor but. Um, it's the kind of car that will appeal only to Subaru lovers or the ones who are shying away from being looked at when they're driving. Okay. Um, let's go to Ntami, who's called us from uh, Bryanston, looking for some advice. Hi, Ntami. Hi. How are you doing, Azania? Good. How are you? All right. I'm a big Jacob fan. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think he's the only non-friend that I follow on Instagram. Oh, wow. Otherwise, I just follow my friends. That's cool, Jacob. Jacob, so I have a 2010 Volvo C30, and I'm getting a 27 for free. I'm getting a 2017 um, BMW X1. But... I don't like BMW. I'm not a BMW person. Mm. Um, so I want to get rid of both cars and get a Volvo XC40. Um, so is it possible to do that without having to pay in anything? And I always say to people, I own the best car, and I ask what, and I said a paid-up car. So I don't want to yeah. pay in installments. <laughs> yeah. I still want, yeah. <laughs> so you're getting a free car. Uh, okay, maybe yes. if it's not appropriate for you to tell us how you did that. No, my mom. My mom is, is getting a, an upgrade on her car, so she's giving me her old one. Ha, ha, ha. Wow. Ha, ha, ha. Wow. Tough yeah. life, eh? <laughs> so you're gonna, you want to, to trade in both and you want the yes. XC40. Yes, because I'm a Volvo person, not a BMW person. Yeah. So do you, can't these, can you do two trade ins, Jacob? As in a trade-in, two you, you for could, one. You could possibly do. Yes, you could possibly do. Um, I'm just wondering on how much you would get for, for either car, uh, considering the price of the XC40. Oh, by the way, XC40 is an amazing car. So mm. good choice on the XC40. Yeah. Very, very nice yeah. car. Um, when I think about the pricing of the XC40, that's when I'm a little confused because I don't know what the going rate is now for the for the 2017 BMW X1 secondhand. I'd obviously need more stats and pricing, etc., yeah. to be able to get no, you there. No, but I'd want a secondhand um, XC40, so I wouldn't want a brand new XC40. I'd want a secondhand one. Oh, okay, like a low mileage secondhand one. Good, yes. good car, yes. fantastic Even if car. Even mileage, um, it doesn't matter. Hmm. Yeah, so so I think the, the entry point of a brand new one is around six six ten six twenty somewhere there, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, yeah, if if you're going to be able to do a direct trade, there might be a little bit of a shortfall that you'll need to pay. That's what I'm thinking. Um, but the shortfall won't be too bad in terms of like maybe a cash deal where you pay 
50, 60,000 rand out of your pocket and then okay. you trade the two cars in to get the one car. Um, it's a good choice. Uh, and, and maybe if we just exchange email addresses, maybe we could take it further from there. I could maybe um, find some dealers who'd give you some good money for the cars that you're talking about. But I, I, I don't think the X1 will be uh, an issue to sell. The, 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 the Volvo might be a bit... Yeah, 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 a 20, will be. I, know, I know I'm not looking at much. I'm probably looking at about 60,000 for it. Um, even yeah. though it's so painful to sell a car because I bought it 10 years ago for like almost 300,000 and I know that now to sell it, mm. I'd get about 60,000 at best. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, let's, let's, let, I'll give you, well, Jonathan will give you my email address. Drop me an email. Yeah, let's put our heads together. But I'm sure there's, there's a deal out there that could suit you. All um, right. Great buy on the 5040. And I'm glad that you're open to secondhand. Ntami, thank you very much for that, handing you over to Kabazela. Next, we've got uh, Roger. Hello, Roger. Hi, Aza. Hi, welcome. Thank you. So you want a book valuation for your car? Uh, not for my car. Yeah. Um, there's a, 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 a dealer that's selling um, oh. an old Kia Rio 2005 model, mm. 1.6 automatic. Um, the catch is it there's only twenty five thousand on the clock. Oh wow. And, the, wow! and they want and they want eighty five thousand for it. Mm. I'm not so sure. That's I don't know. It's, it's um, low mileage, but it's an old car. Yeah, two thousand and five. What do it? Yes. Okay. Any thoughts, what Jacob? Jacob thinks. Um, I'm just trying to get a, a pricing idea here. Are you sure it's a 1.6? Because the older ones came out 1.3, 1.5, and 1.4. I don't think there's a 1.6. Yeah, I think it's 1.5, yes. yes 1.5. Yes. And you said it's the sedan. Is it manual or automatic? It's auto. Automatic. It, 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 okay. it looks it's new. It's, it's, it's mm. new. You can see the seats have not been, okay. you know, it's not worn or yeah. anything. Okay. I'm just worried about uh, uh, close to 100,000 because they're looking for 85,000 for okay. it. Okay. Jacob, what are you finding? So the trade and retail price of the car, yes, is very low because it is a 2005 model. But I mean, uh, if you look at what mar price is on these cars, so so let me let me tell you the trade. The trade is thirty four thousand rand. The retail is thirty nine thousand rand. But the market value on this car is seventy two thousand rand. Mm. So so I would think it's in the right place um, at that pricing of around eighty thousand rand, considering the mileage. It's obviously an almost brand new car. Mm. So I, I I can't I can't take shots at the dealer here. I think I think the dealers reasonably priced the car, considering how new it is in terms of uh, mileage and, and and obviously how it looks generally. Mm. You're saying it looks like almost a new car. Mm, so it's worn, yeah, it works. For, for me, it makes sense. Okay. Yeah, for me, it a lot of sense. At eighty grand, I would I would take it and run. If you're looking for a car to to drive every day, I think that's a solid car. At eighty thousand rand, it's legit. Okay, that sounds good, uh, Roger. There you have it. Um, Jacob, we're out of time, but enjoy the rest of uh, Dubai. It's only day four. You're there, uh, what, through the rest of the week? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I fly back on the 2nd or 3rd of November, somewhere there. Okay. Fa- oh, wow. Thank okay. You. <laughs> Have a fantastic time. That's going to be quite a thorough experience. That's our Jacob Mushukwa uh, talking car valuations today. This advert is paid.